welcome back to another episode of Hurt Business Radio. Joining me as always, co-host Ben Damon, back from uh, the International Feet of the Melbourne Cup, mate. I am, yes. It was a huge day yesterday, uh, Melbourne Cup Day. Um, yeah, hosted the international coverage, uh, 750 million viewers. It's uh, <laughs> a little bit like calling one of your flights at the pavilion. Yeah, so now you're up here, now yeah. you're back down here with us, <laughs> back on here. Her Business Radio. Back and here at North Melbourne Boxing and Fitness. Yep. And our guest for today is Pampa Pound, Australia's number one fighter, Michael Zarafa. How are you, bud? Good, brother. Good. How's uh, things with you? Good, mate. Good. Training's going well. Um, about two weeks out from... It's not the, about you. You're the host. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, this. I did ask. I did ask. I'll give him the benefit. He did ask. Um, okay. Well, how's your preparation going, mate? And uh, we do have a date now for Horns Zarafa too. Yeah, December 18th. Yeah, no, look, training's going well. Um, as always, we're learning, growing in the gym and... Just looking, for, uh, looking forward to another exciting uh, fight. Yeah. I suppose the biggest, thing, the biggest thing for me is you guys have said that you are walking around a lot bigger, a lot stronger now. That's what you've worked on. What are you walking around at now? Uh, about 77, 78. Um, you know, in the gym, we are building on our strength. You know, that's the key. Um, my fitness is, is awesome, as always. Um, I'm always running 24-7. But, uh, yeah, just, just working... Um, on my strength and my power, uh, we're added two two sessions a week now of of strength work, and um, you know we're getting in all the rounds. Hey Mick, um, we talked on the last episode of this show about the fact that you went for a run after the fight against Jeff Horn. Was it that night or was it the next morning? Uh, no, it was that, well. Obviously, I got to the hotel. Late, yeah, yeah well, about three thirty. Um, so I was up at yeah seven o'clock, <laughs> and uh, I went for a ten k run and around Bendigo. Didn't know where I was running. Around the streets of Bendigo. Around the streets of Bendigo. Yeah, Did you cute. find yourself in any trouble like you had a couple of <laughs> days earlier? <laughs> just, just got extremely lost. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, like I said, I just put in the work, and everyone said, "Mate, you're crazy. You just fought yesterday." I said, "Exactly. You know, we fought yesterday. We're moving forward, onto bigger and better." And uh, yeah, that's just my thing. I don't know why I've, I've done it ever since you know my third or fourth professional fight. Every time I fight, I just it's more of just a therapeutic thing. I just go home and just, you know, no, no, no time, no nothing. I just go through the motions and just zone out. It came out um, after the fight, so it has been in the papers and stuff, but the fact that you did get in a, a blue or some blokes attacked you in the street <laughs> yeah, it was, before the weigh-in. Yeah, it was nuts. <laughs> I went out just to get something to eat and um, I was working with the team and a few uh, teenagers, I think they were drunk or definitely intoxicated, but... Yeah, they said, mate, Zarafa, they recognised who I was and they, yeah, tried to start throwing punches at me and I couldn't believe what was happening. And then everyone came out of the shops and got their phones out and started video recording and I was just, I was actually laughing at one point because I couldn't believe what I was witnessing. Yeah. You didn't take any shots there? Or did, you, did a bloke hit you in the back of the head? No, no, so he hit one of my teammates oh, in the right. head. Um, and then, yeah, obviously the cops rocked up and everything happened. But yeah, I was just, I was in and shock. This is before the weigh-in. This is 24 hours. Yeah, 20 yes. years before yeah, before the weigh-in because he turned up. But you weren't that rattled by it. Like, I thought it might have might have knocked you about a bit, but you didn't seem to be... You, like, you were obviously confused, but you didn't <laughs> seem like... I, I found it hilarious. Like, yeah. I just... I actually couldn't believe it, just the way it happened so quick. He just got up and just literally walked straight up to me and just started taking punches. And I was like, Jesus, you know, obviously not like the Bendigo, but... Um, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's uh, obviously a Jeff Horn, Jeff Horn fan, obviously. But uh, yeah, look, my team handled it and everything was under control. But yeah, it just it happened so quick. What about since the press conference last week? Has anyone attacked you? Uh, look, you know, I've had some good feedback, and you obviously get your negative feedback. But um, I was just trying to make my point across. Um, you know, I wasn't angry, I wasn't frustrated. Definitely seemed that way. But I was just trying to get my point across that. Um, you know, I knew the fight was going to happen if, if I did beat him. That's why we signed the contract. I knew I was aware of what was going on, but it was just a fact that, you know, they did say 
um, that they weren't going to come back and that we could move forward. And as we got the Murata fight and bigger options, then he's come back and said, you know, I want to fight now. So we're a little bit uh, disappointed, but it is what it is, and we're, we're happy. We're training in full swings, and um, yeah, December 18, we're looking forward to it. What did you think of the press conference, Jade? Mate, you're on fire. <laughs> it was um, absolutely spitting fire in the uh, in the old presser. I um, that was impressive. But um, I look, I can understand your frustration because you you've got the job done, and you did think you honestly thought that they were going to stand aside, and then you make preparations. You start you start negotiations with the Murata camp for unbelievable money, and then in the dying hours, then the, the rematch is back on. So I can understand your, your frustration, but the contract's a contract, you'll honour that. And uh, should you get past Jeff, you're on to bigger and better things anyway, man. And it'll just raise your, it'll just raise your profile in Australia more. Or if Jeff changes, you, you're gonna have to leave the country. <laughs> <laughs> I just said, I already booked my one-way ticket out of here. But uh, look, we are confident we are gonna get the job done. Um, you know, everything's in my favour, I do believe. But you know, in his boxing, you're only that one punch away from you know getting knocked out and losing. But um, look, I believe in my ability and in my team, and I think we will get the job done again. Um, yeah, like I said, we were just frustrated the fact that we contacted him after the fight, and he was pretty confident that he was gonna you know take some time off with his family and just enjoy life a little bit. So we did run it by him before we moved on, and uh, then he come out of nowhere and just said he wants a rematch now, and that's what basically made it. So myself too, like I can't help but respect Jeff for for wanting the rematch straight away because it was it's such a big mountain to climb to come back and to to want to fight you straight away. I mean, it doesn't really matter that things were a little off in that camp. It's a big mountain to climb, and I respect Jeff for wanting to try to take you on again. It's it's a big ask. Mick, what do you think about the fact that Jade's been in camp with Jeff? in the lead up to this fight. Oh, he's a dog. <laughs> <laughs> nah, look, boxing, boxing is boxing. Um, you know, Jay did the respectful thing. He did let me know prior to going over yeah. there and, um, you know, no disrespect to Jade or, or whatnot. And I, I will say the entire Stratton, Stratton club bar, uh, a great bunch, great bunch of guys. And there wasn't, there was not even, they know Mick's my boy. There was no talk of a Zarafa or anything. And um, it was, yeah, it was all just business. So, and that's the thing too, like, it's so funny that the two sides, like Jeff's supporters all hate Mick. <laughs> Mick's supporters all hang shit on. But at the end of the day, I know you for you. You're a good guy. And Jeff, Jeff's an amazing guy too. I don't know Jeff as well as I know you, but super nice guy. And it just so it just comes with the territory, mate. It's fighting. So <laughs> everyone hates each other. And yep. then hopefully he's make some cash and we can all be friends after. 100%. That's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. What were the, um, what were the best reactions you got out of that press conference? Because you, you were fired up. It was one of the best press conferences I've ever had the pleasure of hosting. Like you, you took it to another level, which was really race. exciting. And afterwards, um, the interest in the fight from people who were sort of on the fence about the rematch, who were like, oh, you know, I think Zarafa walks through him in the rematch, or oh, Horn will beat him. But it just turned into, oh, I really want to watch that fight. It fired people up. What did people say to you? Yeah, 100%. You know, a lot of fight fans got behind it. And even if they're you know, supporting me or Jeff, um, it's good just to see Australian boxing back up there and everyone get behind it. You know, some of the comments we're reading, you know, like, um, you know, there's a final Aussie fighter we can follow and Australian boxing's back. And um, it was just good. It was all positive. Um, you know, obviously, Jeff's fans had a little bit more to say, but I mean, that's boxing. You, know, you get the good with the good and the bad with the bad, but um, a lot of good come from it. Um, you know, a lot of following now and a lot of people reaching out to me and wishing me all the best and, um, you know, people are definitely going to tune in for the next fight. Did you find it fun? Did you enjoy it? 
Hundred um, percent. It was awesome. Yeah. Uh, but again, I wasn't trying to, you know, just because the cameras were there and 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 whatnot, and try to make a scene. I was generally just trying to get my point across. Um, you know, Glenn Rushton grinds my gears a little bit. You know, some of the things he says I don't agree with, and that's why I had to jump in, intervene, and and say, you know, what I had to say. And um, it is what it is. My favourite bit of the day, Jade, was um, we went and shot a, a piece afterwards. <laughs> Mick and Jeff and I sat in a little studio and um, the three of us all uh, just chatted around, a bit of a face-off style thing. And um, we were sitting there and I was like, you gotta, you got to have to fire up again. Like, you can't go quiet now. And we started... And they started recording, and I said to Zarafa, um, "Oh, you know, you're disappointed. <laughs> you're disappointed. Obviously, this fight is taking place." And he was like, "Yeah, yeah, you know, but it was in the contract." And then the girl who was recording came in and goes, "Oh, we missed the start. You'll have to start again." So I said to Mick, what, "What's going on? Like, what are you doing? You can't go quiet now." So I, I lectured him. He revved me <laughs> and up, and then yeah. he just fired straight up. It was good. Did you? How did you enjoy me having a crack at you? Yeah, no, it was good. So <laughs> definitely something different. I wasn't expecting it, but I, I think I needed it because, yeah, look, I, I calmed down a little bit after the press, and yeah. it was kind of like it is what it is. I, had, yeah, it I said what I said, and and then yeah, it worked. And then when I saw him again, and just his smirk and. <laughs> che- cheat me back up again and I said you know what I got more to say and <laughs> yeah <laughs> and then with a little push from from yourself it, it got me going but um you know, it was fun it was a good experience um you know like I said outside the ring Jeff is Jeff he's a good bloke but it's uh yeah December 18 it's all business and I have to win it's a must win for me so this is you Absolutely. this is how you're going to be now do you think you're going to fire up like that you're going to be outspoken like that all uh, through the lead up to this fight? Look, or? I'm calm now, but I'm sure when I see him, I'll go up, I'll start, yeah, revving up again. It's just, I don't know, their team, I just, you know, something about their team that just always gets me going. I just. And oh, Ben, too. And Ben, yeah, Ben's starting to get on my nerves a little bit, too. But, <laughs> but no, just something about their team, I just, uh, the way they go about their business, um, you know, they always try to play the nice guy, and it just frustrates me a little bit um, because there's more to it. You know, that's what I said even when I was in that press conference or after the one we did. I said to him, you know, tell the people what you really like, you know, and how you, you know, what you say and what you do isn't what you really are. And it just frustrates me a little bit. And that's why I had to say what I said. Mm. I can, yeah, I can see it from, I can see it from both sides. But, um, yeah, antagonistic, that's, that's Ben for you over here. Yeah. I guarantee <laughs> before the end of this show, I'm going to at least flip out once. <laughs> and you probably yeah, will as well. Again, well. So. We haven't done one of these in person for a while, Jade. Yeah. I've had a good crack at you on the remote <laughs> ones for a while. You've got a bit of ammo to, to come yeah, back with. Yeah, it's just nice. It's good. You're in arm's reach now. It's, we have a really exciting thing as well for later in the show. Um, you, you know that there's an unveil coming. I have been there's told a package I'm that a you've gift. received. You've got a gift that's coming. Are you excited about <laughs> oh, it? Oh, no, I'm worried. <laughs> I, I kind of am. I just hope, I know it's going to be super offensive <laughs> and um, I just hope that everybody enjoys it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we'll do that at the end of the show. Um, you can unwrap it and see okay. what um, what there is for at you. At the end of the show, we'll choke Ben with whatever <laughs> it is. What do, you, <laughs> what do you think it might be? Um, I don't know. It's either got to be to do with, uh, could be the sacking of Lenifer mm-hmm. or it could be... The imminent sacking of Lenifer. The imminent sacking yep. of Lenifer. It could be Kim Paulson. Okay. It could be my friend Zach Dunn. Okay. Well, even Baz has turned on me recently. <laughs> I don't know. what. It, there's so many things on this could be. Barry Michael turned on you, did he? He did. What did he do? He just reckons I'm a big baby. Reckons <laughs> I've never fought anyone. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Any yeah. response? Did he not see the Paulson fight? Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> Thanks, mate. I knew you'd back me up. No, look, a little bit of... Um, there's an opinion piece with odds boxing there from Baza. And um, it just, uh, I don't know, it's just funny. It just seems that I've got a big fight ahead of me now. 
which I find is a tougher fight than Zach Dunn. Everyone knows that I've wanted that fight. My team, even Brian Armatruda before, the team I'm with now, tried to make that fight happen. If they couldn't make him fight me, um, and then we thought we, we thought we were gonna get it done. We agreed to the money they wanted, every concession they wanted. The fight hasn't gone ahead, and I just think it's just to stay relevant. The um, just to stay relevant, because he's not doing anything, and I've got a real fight, they're just making some noise. So they've said possibly February. I don't believe that for a second. Yep. Um, if we've already got an opponent in, should I get past Kastanov? I know you shouldn't look past the fight that's ahead of you, but you've got to have a plan going forward. And we already do have an opponent in mind for February, March. Um, if that's Zach, that's awesome. I'm, 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 I'm down for that, I have been forever. I don't have anything derogatory to say about Zach. Like I don't, I don't care. I gave up caring a while ago. I've chased that fight actively for so long now. And as far as Baz's opinion piece, that just reeked of insecurity for me. He's pretty well just contradicting himself the whole way through it. And okay, look, I'm, hopefully, I'm hopefully February, Zach, you'll fight me. That's that's all I got to say. Until then, until I have a signed contract, I don't even want to speak about. Yeah, but you do yeah. speak about it a lot. Though. <laughs> no, see, there we go. This antagonistic Ben again. Well, no, you, you just though. spoke for about eight minutes about something you apparently don't want to talk about. I'll just leave. Yeah, I was just trying, <laughs> yeah, was just trying to clear it up. Australia's Jesus. number one pound for pound fighter is here, and he hasn't said a word. Jesus. Okay. All right, moving on. What, what would you like? Are you two going to do any rounds together? Where possibly, are you at? Possibly next week. Yeah, he oh, doesn't well, seem that keen now because yeah, you've gone into the other. Jesus. I, mate, I rang him beforehand. I spoke to, <laughs> I spoke to Big Sammy, and Sammy's like, "Well, Jade, how would you feel if fucking if your opponent come down and sparred with with Michael?" I'm like, oh, "I wouldn't give a fuck because Mick's my boy. Like, it doesn't matter. It's all professional." And some of the, the best rounds I've had are with with Mick. Like over the years, we've sparred a million rounds together. Good rounds, so probably next week we'll tee off on each yeah, other. Yeah, hundred percent. Better than your rounds with Ben Marnie? Because you're a big fan of him. With all due respect, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> with all due respect, Ben Marnie. Hi, no. Ben. No, hello, cheerio, Ben. No, ben came and stayed with you for a while. He did. Yeah. He did. No, it was, it was great. Ben, um, ben gave me really good rounds. Six foot three reach. Knows how to use it. And um, You liked having him around. Dude's only 24 years of age, and he gave he used his reach really, really well. Mm. Gave me some good rounds. I actually, in the lead up to um, Hogan Mungia, um, Hogan was saying what a good sparring partner Marnie was, and that. And um, I figured, oh, that's nice. He's giving the young bloke a bit of a rap. And um, I just wanted to go spar with John Wayne Parr at Burntree because I'm such a fan of Wayne Parr. Sparred with Ben. Rounds were awesome, so we brought him down here to finish camp off. So it was really good. Yep, good. Yeah. Uh, Mickey's not happy with your mic work here. You'll have to go closer to the mic. Um, really, no, Jade. Uh, yeah, really exciting uh, developments in Australian boxing in that Andrew Maloney's fight against Elton Dari is now officially for the interim yes. WBA Super Flyweight World Title, um, which will be the main event on um, Friday of next week on the Hall Gallon card. So that's the main event. Maloney Dari is the, the main fight. There's a lot of been a lot of comments with all the content that's coming out about Hall Gallon about oh this is a disgrace that this is the main fight when there's a but it's not. That's the main fight. Yeah. 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 Hundred percent. Main fight. And I believe that um, Estrada Yafai is done for the thirtieth or thirty first yeah. of January. So Andrew Maloney will beat Dari. I, I believe Andrew's going to knock this guy out and become interim champion of the world. He will become the WBA regular champion 
Ju- January thirtieth or thirty first. Is I that believe. the date? I thought it was this year. Oh, is, it, is it next it's year? Next okay. year, January. Right. Uh, it's not. It's not a hundred percent official yeah. yet. But okay. I was talking to Andrew the other day. Yeah. So it's an interim world title, but it's essentially a world title fight because yeah. of the fact that, yep. that. Yeah. And then hopefully he can get you find the ring with him. Signed to top rank. There's also um, also German uh, Ankerhas, mm-hmm. the uh, IBF world champion. So Andrew Andrew has to get past this guy, but I believe. I believe that um, the the fight in Chile was probably a tougher fight considering he had to go to his backyard. Yeah. Was down on the scorecards and had to knock that guy out to win. Yeah. So. Well, they called a knockdown when he tripped quite <laughs> clearly. And then he was down on every card before he threw 35 right, uh, left hands and stopped he him. He got missed by at least a metre yeah. and they called it a knockdown. Um, Mick, very exciting in it for Andrew to be yeah. able to fight for a world title 100%, here yeah. in Victoria. I'm a, I'm a big fan of the Maloney's. I like the way they fight, their style, um, just the way they go about their boxing. Um, so, yeah, no, I'm looking forward to it and I do believe they'll come home with a win. Yeah. Yeah. And Jason's fight too. Yeah, that, it's a good that's, fight. That's a hell of a fight. He's fighting so. world number 10, so three against 10. That's yeah. Yeah, it's a good fight. So hopefully um, that turns out to be his uh, next step towards a world title fight uh, potentially early next year. But that's a big show that's coming up um, Friday of next week at uh, Margaret Court and live on main event as well. Um, a good build-up starting to take place with the other fight, the uh, Hall-Gallon fight. Um, you blokes been following yeah. what's going on? 100%. Yeah, I think Barry's in great shape. I mean, yeah. I don't know how it's going to end. Uh, but surely Barry with his height and reach, I mean, Gallon shouldn't land the punch, but it is his first fight. There's a lot of pressure, main event. Uh, everyone's going to be watching, so maybe pressure might get to him. But if he comes up switched on, I think, yeah, I'm, I'm backing Barry. I've got an idea that it's going to end before the six rounds is up. Yeah. Those boys are massive. Big boys, throw yeah. with such bad, in, bad intentions. And Paul Gallon now, I'd ra- he's a professional boxer now. He's, yeah. not just, he's not just a, um, a sideshow. He's not... He's... Mate, he's he's legit, and for Baz to, I know he had the amateur the amateur fights back in the day, um, and moves well now, but to jump in there on that stage with that much pressure against Gallon, Gallon knows what he's doing in there. He's a lot bigger, but it just there's so many questions, and that's what mm. makes it ex- exciting. And both of them are professional athletes. Uh, they're going to be in shape, and they're going to just come in and throw down. I can't wait. Yeah, I've um, been with both of them in their training camps, and they're both extremely fit. Gal's always so fit. Um, but yeah, there's a huge, as Mick mentioned, a huge Size, height difference. Yeah. Like he is so much, such a bigger man. Yeah. But Gal, as you say, he's had nine fights now. This is his tenth professional fight, and he's good enough now to find his way inside to to make those moves to get in tight. So yeah, uh, you'd you'd think that naturally. Barry Hall can keep him away, but I think there will be a point where he can get in and throw the shots. There's just such a difference, but like when you're fighting as an amateur, could you imagine fighting as an amateur kid and then all of a sudden be thrust in front of a crowd like that <laughs> and have a man like Gallon in front of you? Like you've, you, how long's it been since that man's been inside a boxing ring for? I know you're sparring, all that. It's, yeah. It doesn't does not compare. Like it it's twenty it's, something years. Yeah, this is huge. Amateur fight. Yeah, and I know I know the football and everything. It's just different. It's just so different. And um, yeah, there's so much pressure on the big guy. So yeah. it's exciting. So that's that's next week on the Friday. On the Saturday, we go back to Sydney. Jaya Pattaya um, is fighting Mark Flanagan. Um, so yeah, huge huge great weekend. Fight. Yeah, great fight. I um, I like. What's his name again? I'll tell you. I just went <laughs> blank then. I'm a big fan of him. I've seen him. I never seen him live. I've just seen a lot of stuff from him. And I saw him on the Zoo uh, Camilleri undercard. Big fan. Uh, I think he beats Flanagan. Uh, be a great fight though. I'm a big fan of Flanagan as well. Good bloke. But um, I think skills in that fight will definitely show. And 
Apatea for a big guy moves like a like a lightweight. Yeah, it's it's definitely it's definitely the hardest opponent of um, of Jai's career so yeah, far. Yeah, no doubt. The way, yeah, like you said, moves like a lightweight. He's just so slick. He just knows where he is at all times in there. Um, he's just such a nice operator to watch. And Flanagan is just a hard bastard. He's going to yeah. just push forward and he'll push the pace. And um, to it looks like he's, he's had some great rounds over there with the young fellow from Western Australia, Floyd Mason, mm-hmm. who's also very, very slick. So... Flanagan's going to be ready, and I think that he would he would believe that this is his last roll of the dice um, in order to, to get back to get back up there and get in there. So yeah, well, he's had a couple of losses now. Obviously, Lebedev, yeah. Gulamirian stopped him, and David um, then David Light. But they, for whatever reason, his preparation wasn't as good as it could have been for David yeah. Light. So they say yeah. this time he's taking it a lot more seriously. So yeah, really good test to see. Well, where they're at. Well, he he, he has to because yeah. this is this is the end of the road. He's had the two two world title fights mm. and yeah, so it um, it's just shaping up to be a hell of a fight. And Who else the, is on the undercard? Um, uh, Liam Wilson. Yep. And um, Sam Goodman. Yep. Uh, and I can't. Oh, Dara Foley. Yep. Yeah. So yep. Some, some some decent fights on the undercard. Mm. And then the following Saturday. <laughs> Um, Mitchell Kashtanov. Yes. Um, Mick, you'll be doing some rounds with Kashtanov, I'd imagine, in the lead up to that. Hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, I'm gonna. Yeah. Hundred percent. Are you gonna? You're gonna you'll be there. Hundred percent. I'll definitely be there. Yeah. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. It's a good step up for Jade. Um, you know, big fight. The guy's been in there with some of the best in the world, and um, it look, it'll be a tough fight. I believe Jade will obviously take the win. Um, not just because we're friends, just he's got a real awkward style, Jade, and. It does make it hard for you when you're in there. You think you got him and all of a sudden you don't. So I'm back in Jade, but it's a definitely a good fight. Yeah, we'll get you on the coverage on that one as well uh, ahead of your fight. And then um, did you want to – you, here we go. Go on. What do you want to say? No, no, no. I was just going to say I prefer polish more than awkward. <laughs> okay. Polish, polish, yeah. You don't like <laughs> awkward? Just smart, smart. Smart, okay. Intelligent fighter. You yep. called Dennis Hogan <laughs> awkward the other day. On the show. Well, that is a whole. And he different, blew up. That did you is see what he whole, wrote. He did. He flipped he out. Sorry, you. Dennis. No, that <laughs> mate. That is a whole different kettle of fish. Like he's kettle of all kettle. Of, oh, mate. He's mate. He. But his IQ with it is amazing. And I, I think he. I think he very well upsets Charlo. I don't know how you prepare Ooh. for that guy unless you've done rounds and rounds and rounds with him. It's it's like prime Sam Solomon, and then. And then, but it's just just different, man. Just so different. Do you think Dennis Hogan's the best super welterweight in the country? Ooh, <laughs> in, the country, right? in the country of Ireland, <laughs> maybe. Nah, I reckon in the country of Ireland, maybe. <laughs> no, but in Australia, nah, I no. reckon Zarafa for sure. Okay. If Dennis was here, would you say the other way? Nah, okay. Nah, probably. You'd I'd say fuck you, Dennis Hogan. <laughs> my boy. Is that what you'd say? I certainly would not say fuck you, Dennis Hogan. I would never say that. Yeah. But um, Hogan, Hogan is there's only one Dennis Hogan. His his IQ with it is just um, is amazing. He's um I saw some photos online today. There's um, beer coasters in the US with Charlo Hogan on them now. They're very excited about that. Um, you, have you um what yeah what do you think? Well, when I fought Peter Quillen, they were on my undercard, the Charlos, yeah. and uh, they're just big boys. They're just yeah. massive, just the way they go about their boxing. They're just so confident. Um, they're just animals. Yeah. And I don't know, like, I'm, I look, I'm a f- as much as me and Hogan have had stuff in the past about fighting each other and whatnot, and I don't mind Hogan. He's a, he's a good dude, and I like the way he boxes, and he did grouse against Munguia, but I don't know, I'm just, I can't see him going over there and 
unless it's a you know a one punch shot, I don't really think he could beat the Charlos. Yeah, or I'm, the Charlo I'm, I'm never going to write him off again after what he did against Munguia. That was yeah, no, he fought. He fought uh, again. I thought it wouldn't go the distance, mm. but he definitely shut me up and. Um, he fought well in that in that fight. That, fought excellent. That made me stand up and take notice of Dennis. But then after sparring with Dennis, the guy he's not. I don't know if he possesses that one punch knockout power, but Dennis Dennis's strengths lie in the way he constantly varies his attacks and just weird angles. And sometimes he's out of position and he can still hit you from out of position. Then he'll totally change it up. He's just. He's just one of those fighters who um, is just so hard to get a read on and then you'll you click in, you'll find your distance, things feel good, he takes it away from you. So it's going to be really, really awkward. It's going to be tough. It's going to be tough to beat Charlo in New York on the judges' scorecards when he's just yeah. such a big name and everything. Like, Dennis is going to be up against uh, it. But he can't get robbed again. He, I just feel they're too big. Like, I've seen yeah. him in the flesh and they're just monsters. For middleweights, you know, they're just huge dudes. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, I don't he, want to rule Dennis out, yeah. but it's going to be a big, big yeah, ask. It's a massive. Uh, I hope. Look, I hope he does for for Aussie boxing. You know what I mean? But uh, I think I think the Charlo is just too strong. If he were to win and you win your rematch against Jeff Horn, gee, that's a fight that could potentially make sense. So Everyone's obviously true. the weights are. Yeah, well, it's, it's definitely been mentioned in the past. Um, I never rule anything out, and I don't shy away from anybody. I mean, I leave it to the, my trainer and my manager. Um, but yeah, like you never know what the future holds. 100%. See, that's that's cool. That's really cool, that fight. I love that for Australian boxing. But then once you get past that, once you get past this, it's your turn to get paid. Really. Well, that's, that's exactly right, yeah. And that, on your, on yeah. your agenda. Well, like that's what we want, yeah. Fight, you're getting paid. Well, if, you want, if you wanted to get paid, why didn't you accept more money to change the weight, go to super welterweight and fight Jeff Horn? Uh, it was a significant <laughs> amount of money. If, if yeah, it was, it was. It was. It was a good deal of money. But, I mean, I just... For me... I don't know, just winning again would just be a lot more sweeter. Um, you know, he was trying to get everything in his his favour. The the weight, the change of gloves, just everything. And I just said, you know what, I'm going to take one thing going into this fight and it's going to be the middleweight. You wanted middleweight in the first fight. I never called that. I was fighting as a junior middleweight. Um, he wanted middleweight and thought he'd be too strong. So he said, no worries, I'll, I'll call you bluff. We went out there and did what, what happened and stopped him in the ninth. And now he, he tried to, he's obviously realised he made a mistake and wants it. At 69, and I said, "Nah, look, mate, it's middleweight. If you want it, there it is. You want it, you want it in the first place." So it's just a matter of drawing a line in the sand. That's all it was. Well, yeah, it was just kind of like you know, well, I'm going in the fight with at least something. You know, it's in his backyard now. Um, you know, he wanted the gloves changed. He had a whole bunch of other reasons, but I'm not going to get into it. But uh, and then he offered me a lot of money for a, for a weight change, and I said, "Look, mate, it's middleweight. It is what it is." You know what I mean? Um, we talked about Dennis Hogan fighting um, over in Brooklyn. It's a big week or so for DDP because they've got their big show on the Gold Coast just before that, the 30th of November. Chalk against John Wayne Parr. Um, you know, you're going up, aren't you? Gonna, yeah, yep. yeah, I'll be up. I'll and be your up man, up. Ben Marnie's on the undercard. Benny Marnie, yeah. He's uh, <sighs> fighting for the IBO Asia Pacific title. Who's he fighting? Fucking um, John Ruber. <laughs> Okay. He's a former IBO Asia Pacific champion. Why are you looking for like that? Because I can just feel that you, <laughs> you're trying to you, you're trying to make this whole what? you're trying to make a joke out of me and Ben Marty. I can just feel it. Just I'm not trying to make you. a joke out of anything. I think no, it's great. No, it's very cute. Like, no. I bought the guy down from some stone. Yeah. And you, he you just, we met up at the pub the other day to watch the fights, and along you came with your new friend. I thought it was very nice. What are you going to have? You go first. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> that never happened. 
for the record. <laughs> that did happen. Ben Marnie is a good man, and you can <laughs> shut the hell up, Ben. Um, <laughs> what do you think about um, Anthony Mundine, John Wayne Parr, Mick? There was talk about oh, you crazy. fighting Chock at, at various times. Oh, he's called me out again. Year. I just he put a tweet the other. I oh, did other he week. again. Yeah, again yeah. after Parr, he's gonna chase the rougher oh, okay. again. I said, mate, you know the fight's there. Uh, so again, speak to my management. It's definitely a fight I've always wanted since I was a little kid. Uh, it's definitely a fight I believe I'll won't go the distance. I'll get the win. Um, the fight, I think it's it's crazy. I, I actually think John Wayne Parr for the upset. I think he's just too tough. Um, I don't think Mundine's got enough to keep him keep him off for that long. I think it will for the early three to four rounds it'll be Mundine's way. But I think just the pressure of John Wayne Parr is just a tough tough dude. And again, I'm a fan of him. And I don't know. Again, I just think he'll be too strong. He's a, Who do you think wins the fight? I mate, I I struggle to pick. If Wayne Parr can be absolutely relentless and Mundine's resistance is... Because Mundine's resistance doesn't seem to be what it was. Um, I think Wayne Parr gets the job done. Um, but then look at how explosive he was against Tommy Brown. So I really... I'm on the fence a little bit. Both both men are absolute combat sports legends. I just... I celebrate this fight and I celebrate both of them and I think it's a great... A great Right off into the sunset for either one. I don't. I don't particularly want to see Chalk continue. I don't want to see Wayne continue. Absolute legends. There's nothing more to prove either of you. So, I um, I'm I'm on the fence. It could go either way. I just I'm I'm going to be there on the night to 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 witness it. It'll it's going to be a long day. I'm calling the fights, and there's about 20 fights on do the you know, undercard. Do you know what? I believe I'm calling Ben Marnie's fight with you. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Oh, yeah. I need a towel. <laughs> um, yeah, okay. I'm not looking forward to that that much now. Um, yeah, right. Uh, Mick, if you could choose anyone, say you, you win this fight against Jeff Horn, if you could choose anyone in the world for your next opponent, like, yeah, obviously, we'll wait, see what management, blah, blah, blah. But if you could choose anyone in the world, who would you fight after Jeff Horn? Uh, that's a good question. I mean, I'm sitting, I think, six in the world now, so I would love to fight anyone that's in front of me in that top five. Okay. Um, obviously, it's a huge ask, but the rewards would be, be awesome money-wise, exposure-wise, experience. Um, you staying at middleweight now? Yeah, look, uh, we've had a few discussions at at training and and what I'm comfortable with. I think middleweight, look, overseas, I'm definitely a smaller middleweight. Uh, There are a lot, they're just different animals over there. But um, I just find it comfortable mentally and physically. I perform a lot better. Um, So, yeah, I definitely probably stay at middleweight unless a bigger offer came down to drop down to back down to junior middleweight. But, yeah, I definitely find anyone in the top, top five in front of me. That'd be probably, again, a big ask, but definitely something I'd love to do. That's why we're in the sport, you know, to fight the best and make the most amount of money. So, I mean, they're scary guys. You know, you've got Canelo and Triple G and I think Charlo's there and uh, Jacobs are ahead of me. But, um, yeah, definitely one of those guys. Yeah, you mentioned Canelo. Um, we watched the fight together the other day and you watched Canelo Kovalev as well. What did you blokes think of it? I, th- I, had, I had Kovalev clear yeah. Um, yeah. until uh, that massive knockout. Um, For me, I just, I don't know, it just seemed like it was staged. I don't know, like, I just... I've seen them both fight, and you know you got Kolovev who's walking through, you know, bigger dudes and. Copping. I've heard a few people say that. Like, I didn't think that at the time, and, and like he had obviously his jab was what dictated the fight. Yeah. But are you saying that you think he wasn't he wasn't throwing big big he shots? Just, he didn't throw nothing with authority anyway. He was just tapping away, and you and know you every the time knockout, knockdown the knockout was legit. Didn't oh you? look, it, it, it definitely looked legit. Um, but yeah, just throughout the whole eleven rounds, that was he just nothing. 
no power, no nothing. Every time they clinched, there was always, you know, just too much respect. Uh, I just looked for me, it looked There was stayed. a lot of respect. Yeah. yeah, look, I know they were friends prior to going in the fight, but I just thought, you know, it just looked like a nice, friendly sparring session. And then, you know, that besides that one, the first exchange that Canelo let was when it, what stopped him. I don't know, there was a lot of whispering in the corners. And For mine, oh yeah. yeah, I, I didn't know. I don't think it was staged at all. Like, I just think um, Canelo was, uh, Kovalev was keeping Canelo out, out at range. And you could see Canelo was just trying to press up off the smaller steps, smaller steps, and was getting closer before he even let any heavy artillery go. And you could see um, Kovalev's punches just got that slight bit shorter, and he was letting Canelo get that tiny bit closer, and that's all he had to do for Canelo to find that big shot. Um, he landed a couple prior to that, and then as soon as he landed those big, big punches, my God, he's so yeah. powerful. And Beast, now yeah. at light heavyweight as well, to destroy Kovalev with pretty well what you would call a uh, one-punch knockout the two punches well <laughs> it was it was <laughs> which one knocked him out then the right hand was friggin monstrous yeah, that came off the left hook um <laughs> mick uh having said that you think that that fight was staged did you think that jade mitchell kim paulson was staged 100 percent. yeah i've uh i definitely because nothing happened i carried nothing, it yeah carried <laughs> yeah too soft mate <laughs> um, on the 6th of December <laughs> in Sydney a little bit <laughs> on main event um, you're coming to Sydney I believe and you'll be part of the coverage for um, uh, Tim Zoo against Jack Brubaker really looking forward to this um, Jack was um, a little bit uh, understated in the initial press conference probably because he had Kostya Zoo and Jeff Fennick there as well as Tim Zoo but um, geez, he's really started to step it up um, he's pumped he's going to play the role that you seem to be playing uh, against Jeff Horn in the lead up to this one uh, it's going to be a really interesting build up that one the role which role what role is he playing he's playing the mock as a raffle role exactly yeah. which is the best ever the best ever the best ever I thought he was trying to call the you the one and only that's what he was saying. Oh, I told you he hates me I tell him every time I see him do you think that I hate you you've said this a lot of times I'll say it all the time you give me no love I don't know even after the fight I said mate you happy he gave me no love. That's all right. It's part of his charm. He's yeah, actually, he's just a horrible person. He's getting better. He's getting better. means well. I'm feeling <laughs> when I a little bit more like. At the moment, like you've just knocked out Jeff Horn, and I was in commentary. I gave you, I, I bigged it up. I gave you your moment. Yeah, but I had to earn it. It's never, you know, it's <laughs> never gotta, like, oh, mix a nice bloke. I never, never hear that. It's always like, he's done it. On to the next. <laughs> yeah. but I, he's getting better I am feeling a little bit more liked a little bit just a little bit we'll go get a coffee after this we'll, we'll hash it out I'm busy so um, <laughs> oh, I've got a call with Jeff so. <laughs> that'll be about right that'll day, be about yeah. right <laughs> oh, easy. here he is now um, yes uh, what do you think I was just going to have a look at you, is it Jeff it is Jeff. Is, it is Jeff it is Jeff yeah Jeff. He wants you to come back for some more sparring. Yeah, I'll call him back. <laughs> um, yeah, so we're talking about um, December the 6th. Uh, really good undercard that's um, taking uh, shape there. Looks outstanding. What fight are you most looking forward to? Oh, of course, Zoo, Zoo Brubacker. But it um, be good to see Trent with a real cruiserweight. He's, he's been talking it up that he feels good, he feels strong. So it's Trent Broadhurst, David yeah, Light. Trent, Trent Broadhurst, David Light. David Light coming off the win over Flanagan and Trent Broadhurst having his first real test at Cruiserweight. So mm. it's going to be good to see um, 
It's good to see his durability with the size now. He, he feels like he's been a cruiserweight living in a lot of heavyweight's body or, or trying to melt down to that for some time now. So Trent, his boxing skill is world class. Mm. It's just, does he have the physicality to, um, to hang in there with a real cruiserweight? So I really look forward to that one. And then the return of Hooper as well. Yeah. Hooper, if that guy reaches his potential, like we've got another superstar in Australian yeah. boxing. Yeah. He's, Damien he's, Hooper, he's Robert le- Berridge, that one. He's legit. And Berridge, Berridge for mine is a tough test for anyone. He's a, just a hard hard man. So that that's another one. And then <laughs> you're asking which one. Well, yeah. I like the whole yeah, Looking card. forward to all of them. I'm looking yeah. forward a lot of people saying that. Nathaniel May against Bruno um, is a, a fight that they're really looking forward to. Mick, have you seen the card? I have seen the card. Yeah. It's an awesome, awesome show. But um, obviously the main one I want to watch is the Brubaker Zoo card. I'm a big fan of Nathaniel May as well. Um, what do you think happens in that main event, given what we've seen from Jack Brubaker in recent fights and what uh, we've seen from a developing Tim Zoo? Well, me and Tim Zoo, I, I know, know you hate him. We don't, no, I don't hate anybody. Uh, we have our differences. Except, except we have ben. Our, Besides Ben. Um, we, have our, we have our differences. <laughs> me and, yeah, exactly. Uh, we have our differences, um, and it is what it is. But, I mean, I like Jack. He's tough. Um, he tell, tells it as it is. And I think skill-wise, look, I'm an honest, I'm an honest person. I think, I think Zoo gets him on, on skills. But I think... Uh, Brubaker's durability and, and toughness if he can keep walking forward because he's a tough guy you know I was there when he fought uh, Ty Telford and um, you know he's got a chin on him and he just keeps walking forward he just you know and I think if he can do that and you know cut off uh, Zoo's reach and his timing and stuff like that I think he can be an upset um, I mean I'm going Brubaker for the fight yeah for the win oh, yeah, you, you think upset. Brubaker in points yeah I think for a yeah, big wow. upset yeah look you know again not because of anything with me and, and uh <laughs> And Zoo is just, yeah, I, th- I think just a, an upset. Yeah, wow, okay. What like me and Horn. Yeah. Yeah, we've seen a couple uh, in recent times. What do you think, Jade? I, I just don't like how Brubacker has been just way too upright recently, copping too many shots. He's copping shots to give shots against smaller opposition. And um, Tim has improved every time. Every time he's stepping up, he's stepping up, he's stepping up. Um, I just, I don't like this fight unless... Unless um, working with Jeff now, if he's got him back into the TikTok, a bit of head movement stuff, because there's no denying Jack Brubaker's durability. The guy's yeah. an animal. Um, but I just stylistically, I, and uh, as a crossroads fight, I like Zoo. I like doing this. How about you? What do you feel? Um, well, yeah, I think Tim Zoo deserves to be the favourite. Um, yeah, I'm really interested to see what we see from Jack Brubaker. You mentioned that he's uh, training with Jeff Fennick, but we've obviously, as we know, Jeff has not been around. Um, he's only just sort of back into the gym now, so whether he's able to bring change about in the style of Jack Brubaker, I'm, I'm not sure. Um, I, I don't know whether we'll see Jack just go back to what he knows best. Speaking to him the other day, he's keen for a blue. Like, um, he's not talking about... He's not talking <laughs> about head movement and stuff he's like he just wants to punch he's on. Like, come on let's go so oh, I think it's going to be great I can't wait it's a cracker a few few years back like the Yang Zing Zing fight or Zing Yang Yang when he won the um, <laughs> I ring it out is that the guy yeah, I fought did I fight that bloke I think I knocked that bloke out you knocked him out too well, yeah, I Jack, think so, yeah, Jack yeah. knocked him out as well. Paul Everyone's Brown. knocked him out. Paul you knocked Brown. him out? Uh, maybe. At the races yesterday. Mickey's knocked him out. Mickey knocked him out yeah yeah but he was his boxing was his boxing was awesome back then. And then he's just fallen into this. It's like as if as soon as he gets tagged, he's like, oh, yeah, job's on. Here we go. And he just yeah. marches forward. And he, he's upright. So he's there to be hit. 
and my god does he have some whiskers on him <laughs> yeah. you take one to give that one back it's ridiculous so much fun so much fun to watch yeah. as like a spectator it's awesome to watch but I, I actually really like Jack. He's a good dude. He is, yeah. I want to see get off the train tracks, brother, move back to that boxing again. And I just, I don't like this matchup for him. But um, I'm interested to see the improve the yeah. improvements under Jeff. Yeah. What an amazing, um, well, 12 days between that fight and then this fight. Um, Jack's going to fire up. I can't wait for the weigh-in and the press conference in the lead-up to that fight. And then a couple of weeks later, we're going to see this. What a huge month it is for Australian mm. boxing. Oh, crazy enormous just to think like um a couple of years ago there's there's nothing like this and now yeah. boxing on back on tv we've got guys like mick and jeff um and now zoo like headlining our main event cards um and just the depth of talent on the way up and our national boxing series as well like i'm, I'm lucky enough to be one of the guys that's um been invested in there by them so there's yeah. there's so much talent across the board and Hopefully, it just breeds more and more success in our Australian fighters. Between now and the end of the year is the biggest period ever in Australian boxing. Yeah. There's never been a period like this. Absolutely. It's crazy. Yeah. No, it's awesome. Yeah. It's very exciting. Um, Some other bits and pieces that are happening um, that are on this run sheet that you were looking for before. Uh, Lucas Brown and Dempsey McKean, it appears that that fight's going to take place. I don't know when this is going to go up, this podcast, but um, Lucas is fighting... um, John Hopewadi this weekend. Yeah, um, I've just seen that, yeah. Yeah, so that was a he's been on shows, off shows, back on, and um, yeah, he's got that fight against John Hopewadi. Assuming he gets through that, he's talking about another fight potentially um, before the end of the year, and then Dempsey McKean early next year. Yeah, man, I I I love this. It's uh, it's the old bull and the young bull. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's been good to see Dempsey busy again on Angelo DiCarlo's shows mm-hmm. up there, uh, and the move to Matrix. Dempsey's looking good, but... Um, he moves well. Yeah, he moves well. Big Daddy is tried and proven. Um, can punch still. It's just this... We've been talking about Big Daddy versus Leopold for ages. Yep. This excites me way more. This yep. is awesome. So, yeah, I agree. Um, Dempsey, Dempsey McKean is one to watch. The terror, terror. He's a bad dude, and um, yeah, it's exciting. Yeah, it, I, did he actually get matched? Because I know his fight fell over. DiCarlo's next show did he get matched I don't think they I don't know uh, I don't think they got anyone today I'm not sure because um, who else we've got because Lucas has changed like 12 times he was yeah. on and off and back on this show and then that show And um, I think he yeah. destroys Hopper just quietly yeah sorry Hopper yeah well he got cleaned up in two rounds against Paul Gallen and he hasn't gotten younger since then so no no no, no. but um, I I mean, DiCarlo's shows up there in Brisbane have been awesome. You've got mm. Jacob NG, who's, who's yep. just... he's great to watch. Have you seen much of Jacob? Another one that comes out. So much fun. Flingbo. Flingbo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, um, he's entertaining. Oh. He's got some good skills. <laughs> what weight does he fight at? Lightweight. Lightweight, yeah. Lightweight. No, he's good. He's entertaining. and lightweight. Yeah, yeah, I know. He's got his Why don't you yeah. do that? Why don't you go the flamingo? Yeah, I'm thinking about that. <laughs> <Go> full flamingo. <laughs> <laughs> the pink, uh, the pink... Then I'd give you some love if you. Yeah, I I know. I've got to. i got to start doing something. I want to see the rapper doing the slug. Big dazzle with shorts or jacket or yeah. something. Have you got anything planned for your walkout against Kashtanov? Mine? No. You're, you're riding a like live bull. bull? Yeah, come out <laughs> riding a live bull. Why don't you ride a live bull? I think it's time. We've been talking. You've got to step it up, man. You've got to step it up, Jade. I'll be. I'll be struggling to ride a Shetland pony, let alone a live bull, mate. But uh, no, nothing planned. Geez, you're looking in good nick, Jade. 
Uh, for the first time in my career, I have been so much more professional. Mm. Um, just doing all, all the all the little things. I'm um, a Palmer and six pints at the pub on Sunday with us, but uh, yeah. But um, then I, I went home and ran it off. No, that is <laughs> such a lie. I actually ate my first vegan meal ever at the pub the other day because you told me that the ch- you didn't tell me the chicken was an extra. So anyway, <laughs> it's my fault. It Everything's fault. my fault. It's fault you can't read a menu, and that's my fault. <laughs> I saw what you ordered, but um, no, look. Yeah, I'm in, I'm in great shape. My my weight, everything's everything's down. I'm actually carrying more muscle than I ever have in my in my career. We've um, just just been super professional. Even after my after my last fight, I didn't go for a run straight after it. But um, you're not a weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> I told you, mate. I told you, it was sooner or later something was going to come out. Uh, Proofs um, in the pudding now. Yeah, but um, no, just. Just yeah, this this is a serious fight, and all of a sudden I find myself in a serious position, mate. Like yeah. this, it's it's only going to get bigger from here. This is the biggest fight of my career, and if I was to overlook Kashinov in any way, he's going to run right through me. So I, I've had to be as professional as possible. Did you see um, Steve Spark in his fight against is it James McDonald? This is the first time I've actually watched Spark. Me too. He yep. is impressive. How strong is that he's guy? Super lightweight. Yeah, for junior welder, super yeah. lightweight. Because um, I, I, I saw like that grainy video that was sent through, um, and yeah, I hadn't seen him before, but he looks like a middleweight. Round. First round. Yeah. Just walk through him. Um, and it's McDonald. McDonald. Stratton. Yeah, he's from Stratton. Yeah, okay. I was watch. I watched him spar with. He's with mixed um, mate Rushton. Yeah. yeah. Seen that. With he got knocked out, didn't he? Yeah, he did. He did. But um, <laughs> rush the dog. Don't be a dog. Oh, I, no, I saw Mc, I saw McDonald sparring up there with um, Andrew Hunt, a few others. I, got, I saw him go through ten rounds with different different opponents. This is while you were training with Jeff Horn. Yep, yep, yep. Dog. We're devising plans to beat him on <laughs> yeah. Mick over here. But um, I watched him spar ten rounds with with some really good boys, and and he looked good. And then um, Spark. Just let him up. I don't know if it's a realistic fight, is it? But um, Liam Parrow. Oh, look, it's it's nice to talk about these yeah. fights. He's, he's world ranked, though, isn't he? Parrow so, so far. Parrow's on the verge of big things. Yeah. Um, this I was watching that kid. He's yeah. good. This yeah. is, um, I reckon he's probably one of the biggest things coming out of Australia. I really yeah. like his yeah, style. Yeah. Just the way he goes about boxing. Uh, yeah, big fan. Real big fan of that guy. Yeah. Yeah. See. Yeah, it'd be a cool domestic fight, it's but yeah, it seems Liam Parrow's on the cusp of something really big. So. Yeah. And yeah, it's good to talk about, and maybe it'll. Um, Maybe it will marinate over the next year or so. Like your chicken. Marinate. Yeah. I like the word. Yeah, I've gotten enough Ben uses that quite a bit. <laughs> but um, but um, yeah. So it's just not. It's not. Um, no, no, you don't want it. It's not going to happen. At not going to happen. But it's official. We've got to talk about this. How about? I Go suppose. On. No, no, no. I was going to say he's he's a lightweight, but only one division apart. Jacob Ng. Spark, there's there's so many fights out there you can talk about. As we yeah. were talking about earlier, just the depth of talent in Australian boxing right now is awesome. So yeah, it's great. Yeah. Um, we didn't see the fight because it wasn't televised anywhere. I couldn't see it anyway. Daniel Lewis um, fought in the US on Sunday and had a win. Did you anyone see any of it? No, no I didn't saw see any of it. I saw the, yeah. yeah. No, I didn't, didn't catch it. Okay. Yeah. That's all. That's all about Daniel. That's all Lewis. about Daniel Lewis then. Well, no. Yeah, it's good that he won. Yeah, he went over to the US, had a had a any, win. And any idea of what's next? For um, yeah, there's a chance he may find his way onto one of these shows. Maybe, um, maybe that show. See, there, yeah. As in on the undercard. Yeah. 
No, he'll be the main event. You'll yeah. be the main <laughs> if you got something, if you have something to do with it, probably. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, no, I yeah, I oh, won another page. You, you want to see? Oh, we've got a whole another page of Jesus Christ. Um, I didn't through all of that. But, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I want to I want to see Daniel Lewis on these cards in Australia. Definitely, like, yeah. It's cool that he's over there in the in the US, but um, we need to see him. We need to build For a sure. profile here. Yeah, yeah, tough dude, and I had the chance to spar him leading to the fight with Jeff Horn, and he's got a big future as well. It's you tough, did. I was at that sparring session. Uh, that's of course you were. <laughs> 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 no, let him finish. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, mate. No, no. Go um, on. Go on. That's. That was the best I've ever seen you look. Like I watched you spar a couple of times. But that's 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 the best I've ever seen. Oh, you I appreciate look. it, man. It's probably the nicest thing you've ever said to me. But yeah. uh, no, look, it was good. He's but tough. You usually look shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> I've actually got nothing to say. Uh, no, nah, look, I felt good. Yeah. Uh, I thought I was gonna have a bad spar, obviously, because I got up real early that night, that morning, and that's right. You flew in and you flew straight out. Had to catch out. the flight. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, now busy day, but um, no, it was good. We stepped up there on the day, and I watched that. Um, I was standing with Fennec and he said afterwards, he turned to me straight away, he goes, he wins. Well, yeah, well, I thought the same. I said that prior to the fight as well, but I mean, yeah, like I said, it was just a good spa. Uh, he's tough. He walks forward. Um, yeah, a lot of people watch me on the outside and don't see, think I'm that good, or, but I'm different when you're in there and probably Jade can vouch for me and, um, you know, my, my speed and my reach and stuff, I use it well and I just make it hard for you when I'm in there. Mm, I think... I think the thing is, is sometimes it, you make the fights look a little bit easier when you're in there, and then you think it doesn't look all that spectacular. Like I, I um, what? and then what did well, you say? It doesn't look. You're essentially saying he's boring. Because no, he makes it look easy. That's brutal. Oh, having an air, mate. I get invited here and I get. Um, we're gonna edit, roasted. edit this shit. Out. You're gonna edit this, eh? No, I'd love to watch you try and edit. edit okay, you're right. <laughs> um, I don't know where we ended up here, but uh, George Cambosis has got an opponent. Uh, I don't think we're able to announce who it is. I don't know where. There was a conversation. I don't know if we're allowed to say, are we? It's a former world champion. Well, it's not. Yeah, yeah. So and it's on we, December 14. We can we can say that. Former world champion, December 14. Finally, our boy George Cambosis has landed a big fight yep. and will be televised. Surely it's televised, a world, former world well, champion. Well, I don't know. Because George has been over there now for the past... Whether, well, it'll, even if it is televised, whether it ends up in Australia, because yeah. Crawford's fights have been difficult for us to get in Australia okay. via top rank. But hopefully, right. yeah, well, it, it certainly we'll be trying to get it. Yeah. And top rank too, because George and the fellow who he could be fighting are not really affiliated with top rank as far as we know. But no. if, this come, if, this, if this does come off... It could be a stepping stone. Oh, it's huge. Something bigger. So yeah, hopefully that fight's all made official soon. And geez, we've talked gibberish around it, haven't we? Like, we haven't helped anyone there. Help absolutely no one. George We're really sorry about. is going to have a serious fight in the US. <laughs> potentially. A former world champion. Yeah. Potentially, unofficially. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> no, might, it no, might happen. <laughs> it's, it's exciting. Hopefully, by the time this pod comes out, that it will be official. Yeah, so yeah. disregard all of that. Um, <laughs> uh, is there anything else? Uh, Mickey Caparelli behind the camera. Is there anything you think we should be going through aside from what we already have? Are you happy? Do you want to contribute anything? Well, do you want to bring in Jade's um, gift then? A gift? Oh, that's right. Yeah. So very exciting. Um, here's Mickey Caparelli. Yeah, there you go. So uh, it's just a little something from the Australian boxing community to say thank you. <laughs> Oh, what have we here? 
hold it up. <laughs> Turn it around. Give us an uh, unveil. Stand up with it. Great. Hang on. Mickey's panicking behind the camera here. It says, fight of the century. Jade Mitchell v. Kim Poulsen. Um, because it was... Thank you so much. I, um, I'm chuffed. I, I can't believe it. And it's great that... It, it's great that uh, myself and Kim Poulsen are getting the recognition we deserve. So, um, a big cheerio and... Uh, thank you very much, Kim Poulsen, for helping me give the Australian fans the uh, the fight of the century. Yeah, it's and what you needed. It's like you sort of your Gaddy Ward moment. You needed a dance partner, and you got the perfect one in Kim Poulsen. And, <laughs> and we're a third of the way towards that trilogy, and I, I can't wait. Um, thank you so much, and um, I really look forward to 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 doing on to you with a, a nice a nice gift. Okay, okay. Nice and I believe that these are available for purchase. Now. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, via Oz Boxing. So he's got one on. Come into shot. So Mickey turned up, not having read the messages, in the T-shirt, and old punchy Mitchell over here had no idea. <laughs> Um, that's great. Yeah, yeah, but I think that they are available for purchase if you would like to um, slide into the odds boxing DMs and Brock Ellis will uh, sort well, you out. I'll grab two. <laughs> You're going to grab two? Do you want one? I'll grab two. Yeah, it's a perfect Christmas gift. Um, this is great. Much like the fire, it just keeps on giving. Um, <laughs> Mickey, now it's time for your shithouse segment, the true and false things. Do you want to come in and... Or, or do you want me to just read them on your behalf rather than... Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, they're pretty... They're pretty brutal. I haven't read them before. They're pretty brutal, so obviously they're about me. <laughs> and Mick, probably. Oh, no. What, what, is what are we doing? Um, this is the true or false section. It's a shithouse part of the program okay. that Mickey usually does, and it never works. <laughs> so now I've inherited it by default. Oh, no. Mickey doesn't write So true or false? Jade Mitchell and Ben Marnie is the most beautiful romance since Brokeback Mountain. True. True. Dude, you can't be for Spain. That's what I was saying. You and me are romantic. <laughs> yeah, um, it's been about it's been about eight months. Yeah, it is. It is beautiful. Um, um, I'm blushing too. True yeah, or no, false? True, true. True or false? Uh, Michael Zarafa's display in Brisbane was the best by an Australian at any press conference ever. Oh, true. Jesus, that's high praise. True or false? I'm gonna say true. <laughs> you got I mean, it. Yeah, I got no option. Well, I don't possess. It was the most honest, so I can't think of yeah. another. So. Well, I'm just thinking mundane. Like, there's a lot of good mundane ones over the years. Just give um, me a true, mate. Yeah, just give, right, me give him a true. <laughs> give him a true. He'll cry again. Um, <laughs> this is just a sledge at Mickey. Mickey saying no limits <laughs> is the funniest mispronunciation <laughs> since. Barry Michaels, yes. <laughs> and if those who aren't in, on that joke, um, yeah, Mickey did say no limits uh, about 25 times when it is no limit. Um, well, we've, we've alienated the entire audience now. So yeah. So there's an in-joke. If you've got through to here, well done. Really, really well done. Uh, you want to sign off? Yeah, thanks. No, no. Well, we should say something. He's, oh, talk, talk to him. Don't just wrap him up. He's here. Well, <laughs> what... Do, what You've made this what are you up to today? Uh, more more training tonight at midnight run? Yeah, I trained this morning. I'll do another session later. Uh, today's just my day off, so I'm just going to enjoy. I had a massage already and probably get another just a recovery session in and then uh, pick it up sparring tomorrow and Saturday and yeah, just back into camp, full swing of things. And what happens December 18? What are you going to do? Uh, like I said at the press conference, um, 
the same outcome, just a different day. What do you think? What do I think? Yeah. Um, I think it's a massive mountain for Jeff Horn to climb. Props to Jeff Horn for wanting it, and uh, good luck to, to you both, and may the best man win. Damn straight. All right, thank you very much, Jade Mitchell. I love you deeply, Michael Zarafa. <laughs> thank you, Mickey. Talk to you next time. Fuck <laughs> 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 With the Ben Marnie shit. How does this even become a joke? <laughs>